Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage. Today in the garage we have Douglas. Yo. Liza. Yo. Bagel. Hello. I am Zach. <laughs> Megan. I am hey there. Zach. Knock. <laughs> this is Knock. This is Knock. Andrew. I am Andrew. Stan. Stan. Lucas. Stan. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> we have Bosley and uh, Josie in the house too. We have yeah. the usual zoo yeah. here. So hey everyone, uh, we got a big crowd again. Hey, I wanted to thank Megan again last week for doing the the chicka so that was you fun. You are welcome. Yeah, it was cool. I, yeah. I was digging it. Thanks. We got a lot of good feedback from that, and that's always a good thing. So uh, since we got so much to talk about, let's get right into what we did. What you did today? This weekend. Uh, there was some, well, we can't really call it dirt biking. There wasn't a lot of dirt. It was mud biking. It was mud biking. Yes, we were swimming in the mud. It was, we uh, had rain in California. Yeah. For like a week straight. Just in time to get the, uh, over to Hollister to get the dirt biking. Just uh, it, was, it was good mud, though. It was good mud. Well, sure. There's no, there's no bad, bad mud. Um, I think the only one who stacked was Lucas. Yeah. Uh, Douglas well. stacked. Oh. oh, did he? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Lucas. Uh, I didn't look nearly as bad when I got up. <laughs> I went. I went the whole day without uh, stacking or even coming close to stacking. So that was pretty good. But then we just. Said, someone said. Uh, you should go on the vintage track, which was pretty much nothing but mud. And yeah, I stacked a bunch. Of yeah, there was there was like you know half foot of mud and unavoidable giant pools of water. Yeah, the puddles were pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, Lucas was covered in mud. Yeah, I was covered. He in had mud. like stripe when he took his his uh, <laughs> knee pads off. There were stripes of blue <laughs> you could see through the the brown. It was pretty bad. Lucas high sided into a puddle. Yeah. I don't, I, no, I didn't high side into the puddle. I high sided coming out of the puddle. Well, <laughs> I it's, did, it I, got you. I did land in the puddle, but that was actually a completely separate incident. So. And um, I was actually got really pissed off, though, because um, I took uh, my friend's son, Dakota, who's 15, and learned to ride at Hollister. And within about two hours, I couldn't keep up with him on the trails because... This kid is so stupid. He has no sense to know that you should be in mortal fear of things like big rocks and big puddles. And he yeah. thought it was fun and would just skip right through them. Because he's rubbery. He's a teenager. He's he had rubbery. no sense. He didn't know this is dangerous and that you might die. And he just gunned it through everything because that's what he was told to do. And isn't that the definition of a teenager? Yeah. Your bones yeah. haven't fused together completely yet. <laughs> no, but all joking aside, I was really proud of him. I think his mom was really proud that he seemed to be a real natural. But it does does kind of piss me off like jake and dakota these teenagers who just go Young out there and just like snappers. indestructible youth they nope. think yep. the puddles and the mud bogs are fun yep. i lost all sight in my instructions about gripping the tank on my knees and staying that loose upper body as soon as i was heading towards a big mud mud bog that had no high sides to avoid i Went through the instructions in my head. Okay, grab the tank. Stay loose. As soon as I hit the mud, my feet went up in the air. My upper body clenched, and I just screamed. It was like all instructions out the window. 
the whole way around the track. That's what happened. All, all I happens. had the best of intentions every time. And when it came down to it, I'm like, ah! So, like, uh, you had this this list of method that you're going through, then it's just, nope. No. My body just reacted in ways like, nope, no. That's kind of awesome, though. That's a cool feeling, like, just starting all over from ground zero. It's kind of a refreshing thing, I guess, right? I mean, I don't know, man. You're talking about the kids or me? You. <laughs> I didn't start again from ground zero at all. I well, I mean, you shake. reacted. You reacted like you're from ground zero. That's always kind of a keeps your interest in motorcycles. I re- you know? reacted like I was seven on my bicycle <laughs> going through a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't enjoy it as much. Oh. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Because you were there. Yeah, I I stacked pretty pretty hard. Um, that was the hardest I've ever crashed anything. Mm. Uh, there was a series of two jumps, and uh, it was uh, Adrian was in front, then I was behind, and then Sarah was behind me. So I was right in the middle, and Adrian was gone. I can't keep up. Uh, so I set up for this first jump, went off great, and then when I landed, I landed uh, like on the passenger part of the seat and uh, grabbed the throttle. And on a 125 two-stroke, the bike just fucking took off. So instead mm. of being smart and letting go, I held on, and it was out of control going off the second jump. And managed to somehow not fall off while I hit the wall that was <laughs> right in front of me into a, a sharp right-hand turn. So I flew off the left side of the bike, hit the berm. My head hit really hard, and my uh, my whole uh, thigh here is, is bruised. So that was pretty much the end of my weekend. Um, I'm probably going to have to get a new helmet. And, uh, wow, that hard, huh? Yeah, I, I hit really hard. You weren't concussed or no, stars no, or it, like right on the very top of the head, and my uh, head yeah. did not did not hurt at all. My neck did not hurt. I made sure to check everything, and wow. I sat down for a few minutes and chilled out. And Sarah talked to me, and um, yeah. So I mean, I could have gone out today, I guess, but there's no way I'd be able to save myself if I started to crash again. So that was pretty much it. Cool. So um. Let's see. Let's talk about what we did today. There was a lot of happenings going on. Carburetors were pulled and installed in motorcycles. Most of the day was spent by Lucas and Jake and Dakota cleaning up all the mud. (laughs) (laughs) The parking lot is full of mud. My Jeep is full of mud. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The mud is everywhere. We still have all the gear to clean up when we get home. Yeah. On On the bright side, they were getting another day full of rain tomorrow. Just leave it outside. Yeah. <laughs> Let it rinse off. Ah. But it was fun. Um, the only downside is that a lot of the park was closed because of the mud. Yeah. So. That's the crappy part. I mean, it's, there really wasn't much to ride there. Was it busy? Not really. There yeah. was an event yesterday. There was a, some kind of... The uh, Mad Hatter. Mad Hatter was yesterday. It was yesterday, So there yeah. was a bunch of people there for that, but uh, as soon as that was over, it kind of cleared out. It was not... You didn't really feel like you were running into people or anything. So. That's cool. Yeah. Well, and um, so today in the garage, uh, Zach came up to me and said, I want to take my carb apart. I did. Why? Um, I had heard that... You... Oh, and this is on the Shadow 500. Yes. Uh, I have he- I'd heard that you could take it and... Do some modifications to the carbs to California regulations, <laughs> and uh, so I, I, I got them apart and uh, couldn't figure out how to do that until after I'd put them back together and read <laughs> that you have to drill out a thing and there's a screw under there, and I was just not really feeling it, so I put them back together and put them back in. 
Didn't watch yes. a YouTube video first, huh? I didn't watch the YouTube video first, but I do, I will Wait, say. What did I tell you to do before you took him out of the bike? To watch a YouTube video. There we go. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I did not know. I just wanted to point that out. I said, dude, I'll tell you, most of the work is getting carbs in and out of a yeah. B45 engine. But I did cl- successfully clean them, put it back in, the bike ran, and it ran better than it did before. Oh, good. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. I successfully clean, you mean dismantle them and spray carb cleaner, because I didn't tell you how to do a proper carb clean, because I didn't have the time. Yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. But it does run better. But at least you know those steps, and the next time you have to do it, if you do want to cut the plugs out or whatever, this this malarkey you're talking of, uh, now at least you know how to do it. Was was the install and removal pretty straightforward and easy? Uh <laughs> It was it was actually pretty straightforward and easy if you discount like all the steps that say remove this and there's a boot involved. Yeah. That was the ones that took the time and the effort. But yeah. if and the if your boots weren't there, it would have no time at all. Oh yeah. It's all about those boots. He got introduced to all one of about our the boots. About the boots. One of our <laughs> most used tools in the shop, Douglas. Can you imagine what that is? Me. No. In doing the carb job, what he he got introduced to one of our most used tools. Stick. Stick. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> a stick. Stick. Oh, you leveraged it in It worked great. Yeah, oh, it yep. worked great. Yeah, I just like having a one-by-two stick around for prying carbs in and out. And uh, I actually had to use two sticks at one point. Oh, yeah, yeah, two sticks. Well, shit, that's the advanced training class. I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> or are you? <laughs> and then James said, I want to take my carbs out. It's like, oh, oh holy jeebus. It's, it's infectious. These I, I want to take my carbs apart. Um, and James was wanting to. He has the CB five fifty with the four carb rack. He wanted. He thought he had to dismantle, take them all apart. I'm like, no, 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 honey, no. The top and the bottom, leave them all connected. You don't want to get into all that. Mm-hmm. There's going to be like O-rings and stuff, and they'll start going bad. Well, I'll go buy some O-rings. No, 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 honey, no. So fortunately, I was able to let these guys do a little bit of what they wanted to do and talk them out of a lot of what they wanted to do. So it went well. Um, and then Lucas did stuff. I have no idea what he, he was, was helpful doing. Today. He, he was very helpful to some of the newbies. Yeah. He, he, I said he was mansplaining, but he wasn't. Him and Nock were both competing for Gold Star what? today. I just show up. I don't know. I was just, nope. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Doc's a, a nice guy. Quit being a hater. Okay. I know. And then, uh, can they, I talk about what I did? Is that okay? Can I do that? Yeah. Can you do it in in under half an hour? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, I was cleaning my air filter and, on your Jixer. On my Jixer, and uh, I thought, well, hey, now that I'm cleaning the air filter and I pulled the tank. Uh, maybe I can try and install this uh, power commander that I got from one of the bikes that I sold. And I checked the uh, plugs on the uh, injectors, and they were the same. And I was like, okay, so it should fit. So I get all the plugs hooked up, and then I find out that the plug that goes into the throttle position sensor is a different shape. And I was like, crap, you know. So I could kind of make my own, like, ghetto-rigged wiring harness, which I'm okay with. But the problem is that I didn't know which wires go into what. So I had to look at a bunch of wiring diagrams and like look at forums and try and figure it out. And I still haven't. So I'm just gonna call like the people who make Power Commander and be like, "Yo, which which wire is supposed to do what?" So then Tom I can told get me that you're up. trying to hook up 
something to your bike that has the wrong connectors and that you're trying to figure out how to monkey the connectors to make it work. Well, I mean, the only thing that's getting in the way is that, that like... turns out good every time. I just want you to know. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing that's wrong is that, like, plastic part A doesn't fit in plastic part B. I could just get no. a new plastic They'd part. they probably Isn't do that, that for a reason. that kind of what I just said? <laughs> they, do, they do that because it's an older model and it's not supposed to work on, like... I guess newer bikes. It was made like a few years before my Jixer came out, and I guess now it uses a different one. But yeah, those wires are reading similar values or the same values. Yeah, it's it's, it's all the same. It's just the shape is different. Yeah, it's all like just plumbing, just different pipe yeah. fittings. So yeah. if I can just grab some wires and just stick them in the right holes, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Holes. So, um, <laughs> you said holes. <laughs> Bagel, uh, a couple weeks ago, you were here to announce your new toy. Your yes. new very special, was it number three? Number three, Stella Four Stroke, which I've been waiting four and a half years to buy. Yes, it's been up at the, the SF Scooter Shop. Yep, SF Scooter Center had it as their, te- as their demo bike, and uh, they finally decided to let it go, and I bought it and brought it down, and was very happy that I'd finally had it. Waiting a very long time for it. So you did some modifications, did you? Um, not intentionally, <laughs> as as they say in jolly old England. I've had an off, and um, about two weeks ago, I was headed up to uh, over the hill to San Jose at night to uh, see some friends, and came up this uh, windy back road called Keto Road, and. It was about quarter of eight at night, so it was dark out, and this is a road that has a lot of deer. It's a slow speed limit, so I don't I don't go fast on it, and um, and this is a new bike too, so I was still getting used to it. So I didn't want to push myself, and I wasn't going fast or anything. And I came around this curve, and noticed there was sort of a some discoloration on the road on the right hand side so i was kind of looking at that like what is that over there i thought it was maybe some a wet spot or something next thing i know i'm hitting the ground and sliding and uh, get up uh, luckily there were no cars ahead of me or behind me um pull the well try to move the bike off the road it's in gear i try to move the gear selector and it's just flopping around like there's nothing there and uh, <clears throat> so i say okay that's not good pull the clutch in, move the bike, turn my flashlight on and uh, assess the damage. And the entire right side of the bike was all scraped up. Uh, this is a right, right hand curve, by the way, entire right side of the bike, all scraped up, had the bike two days, by the way, <laughs> uh, the oh, gear selector box was smashed and broken off. Uh, all of the engine oil came pouring out of the engine. And I'm just sitting there like, well, fuck me. And, <laughs> I look and try to figure out, okay, what the hell happened? I had no idea. And I I shine the flashlight on the road and I see that the entire lane is covered in gravel for about 10 or 15 feet right in the middle of the curve. So I realize, okay, is this, I'm, I'm in a, so sorry, is this like rain wash gravel or is this? No, this is like somebody had dumped a load of gravel across the entire road. And oh, wow. I was like, what the fuck? And I, you know, I am always attentive and careful to look out for hazards and stuff. But the way that this was positioned, because it was in the middle of a right hand right hand curve, and there was and and there was gravel all on the 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 curve beyond where I could see as I was entering it. So I really had no chance. And as soon as I hit the gravel, I went down and went down hard. 
um, banged my right shoulder up pretty bad, um, got a foot-long bruise on my right thigh, and somehow crushed my right toe um, to the point where I might lose the nail on there. I don't know yeah. yet. So, um, yeah, it was you, pretty pretty bad. Brought, show everyone your helmet. This is pretty gnarly. Yeah, brought my helmet in so everybody on the on the air can see very uh, clearly. Nice, expensive um, shoe worth. Yes, yeah. it is a nice, expensive, high-vis shoe People on the radio spared the color, luckily. Yes. This is, <laughs> this is one good point. The high-vis does not work with gravel. Yeah, high-vis no. does not protect you <laughs> no, with gravel, no, unfortunately. You can still um, use that, but though. I'd reuse it. Maybe for yeah. dirt. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Swap out the oh, visor and you'll be good to yeah. go, man. Yeah. That took the brunt of the impact. Yeah, the visor got most of it, but there's a nice deep gouge on the yeah. upper right temple of the helmet. Um, so I kind of went forehead first on the right side on the ground. And um, it's, a good, it's a good thing you're not wearing a hipster chin eraser. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> this is, you know, this is a why I wear full face. Um, so, you know, and then it's a good helmet. It's oh, yeah, served me well. That's a pretty good point. And yeah. it did its job. I have, I did not have any sort of concussion or bell ringing or dizziness or any after effects mentally afterwards. My my injuries were only physical soft you mean tissue more damage. More than usual. More than usual. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Nothing. Nothing above baseline. You left that laying there, you know. Yes. yes. Okay. So, um, so I called called a friend of mine who I was going to visit. Uh, let him know what ha what happened to see if he could pick me up. He said, "Hey, I've got a pickup truck. We can get your bike too." And I said, "Yeah, that's great. Come on down." And uh, he came down, and I figured while I was waiting, I probably should call the cops, have them come out and file a police report. So I called the police. Um, and uh, the county county uh, patrol came out and uh, took a police report, and uh, was able to get some pictures of the gravel uh, with when they shone their flashlights on it because it was you know, it was completely pitch dark on this road. There's no no street lights or anything, so it was difficult to get a good shot of the gravel. But I mean, it was a massive amount of gravel across the entire road. So uh, filled out the police report, got the bike loaded up, uh, took off. Uh, I declined any you know ambulance or anything because I, I could tell nothing was broken. I had range of motion. I was just in pain. So um, I went to the doctor the next day, got x-rays, confirmed nothing was broken, just uh, lots of strains and sprains and bruises and stuff like that. Um, now I talked to, well, I, I tracked down to figure out, trying to figure out what the hell happened. And... Uh, the, the dark spot that I had seen in the road as I was entering the, the turn turned out to be a very poorly done road repair. And I decided that, that the next couple of days I would try to find out who was Do responsible for that. smell that? Does that smell like a lawsuit? <laughs> <laughs> we shall see. Mm -hmm. Head in that direction. Um, but it turns out that the city of Saratoga is responsible for that stretch of Quito Road. Um, I called their road maintenance division and spoke with two people there who were very apologetic about what had happened. And I spoke to the lead of the crew who did the repair and who claimed that it was a... Uh, it, the claim, claimed the repair was good when they finished it at about 9.30 that morning. And he claimed that somebody from their road crew went out and checked on it in the afternoon about 3.30 and said it was still good, supposedly. But so that means that somewhere between 3.30 at the very latest and 7.45 p.m., that road repair disintegrated and came apart and flooded the entire lane with half-inch diameter pieces of gravel, which took me down. Now, the lead on the crew admitted that it was too cold for them to make that repair, but they did it anyway. And hmm. uh, that very easily explains what happened. Um, needless to say, I am not happy about this. 
Um, I have talked with the risk manager for the city of, of Saratoga, and he sent me a claim form to send in a claim for the for the damages. Um, I'm still waiting for all the bills to come in, get an estimate on the repairs. But uh, once that comes in, I'm going to pursue that. And I fully expect the city of Saratoga to pay the entire expense, yeah, the expenses did, that I incurred. You did not have insurance on the bike, and when you oh, were, I did. You did. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've got insurance on the bike, but I if 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 I file, I mean, I filed a claim with my insurance company, but if they pay it out, my insurance rates are going to go up. Sure. So there's absolutely no way in hell I'm going to stand for that when they cause the hazard that caused me to crash in the first place. So, what's the state of the repair now? Did they? Did somebody get a broom out there well, and like sweep it off? They, or, I mean, how about other motorcyclists? Yeah, well, I, I posted on Barf that night to let people know, just first and foremost, to make sure that nobody else f- suffered the same fate that I did. Um, but uh, and I went back up the next day to take pictures, and um, then that afternoon, by the, by the time I got up there, they had already cleaned up the entire thing. They'd even taken up the road repair that they had made. Was this after you talked to them? Yes. Uh, actually, no. I'm sorry. This was this was the, uh, the day before I talked to them. Okay. So I I the accident happened on a Monday. I went back up on Tuesday to take pictures, and on Wednesday I talked to the city. So they had they had already gone out, and removed any evidence of the repair by the time I went back to take of pictures course. during the day. Uh, but I do have pictures from that night that show the massive amount of gravel that was on the road. And I have witnesses from the Santa, Santa Clara County Police and my friend who came to pick me up who saw exactly what was out there on the road that night. Did you have, did the police make a notation that they could not, they thought that you were not exceeding the speed limit? Because that's, that's what's going to come up. They're going to be like, oh, you're probably driving too fast. Well, they, they made seen his little know? scooter. <laughs> <laughs> well, granted, yeah, this bike is not a fast bike to begin with. Um, they did make some sort of insinuation that maybe I was going too fast, but I told them very clearly, no, I was doing about 20 miles an hour when I went through there. Um, and they said, well, well, there's, you know, there's a pretty long scrape on the road. Well, and I said, well, yeah, I was sliding on, on marbles basically. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's not, you, you can't use a, you know, a, a tire skid calculation to, you know, calculate a piece of aluminum sliding along the side of the road that causes sure. a mark like that. So, and this the the scrape was, you know, I can't remember exactly how long it was. It was, it was maybe 40, 40 feet or something of that. So it wasn't like I was going a really, you know, any, any you know significant distance after I went down. So is the scooter repairable? It should be yes. Okay, good. Um, as far as I, I haven't heard a definite verdict yet. I'm still waiting for a quote, but as far as I can as I could tell, it looked like everything was repairable. Um, it didn't seem like there was any de- damage to the engine case itself. That was that was my biggest concern. Um, all of the other damages is, is cosmetic and it's just you know labor and paint and parts and materials and stuff like that. Well, thanks for the update. Glad you're okay. Bummer thanks. about it. Couldn't have been yeah, the Josh, huh? Yeah, sucks. Yeah. I'm wishing it was like a really, you know, crappy bike that I didn't care about, but, you know. I had something similar similar to that. Um, it was a mountain switchback road, and every corner had gravel in it. We Ugh. realized it was a gravel truck. Oh, yeah. Every corner would swing out and spray with gravel. Yeah, that uh. happens, too. <laughs> it's just like, oh, man. Yep. Cover your and, shit. And, to, and to, to make things even worse, the the day before I crashed the Stella, the head gasket blew on my Vespa GTS. So I'm down to one running bike, at least in the state of California. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's funny how you go from, like, seven to zero <laughs> like well, a month. You know how it sucks when you have non-running bikes outnumbering your running bikes. Yes, well, that's well, the story of my life. <laughs> Douglas has been working on changing those numbers. 
Yeah. What have you done? What have you succeeded? Uh, Antonio and I picked up a uh, a YZ250F for for seven hundred and fifty dollars uh, with a blown top end. The, the The thing was, we were gonna flip it and sell it and split the profit. Um, that really didn't happen. <laughs> I started started planning it and everything, and then I started really liking the bike. So I, <laughs> I'm paying I'm paying totally Antonio. Called that. And, Never uh, taken astray. Yeah, I, I love it too much. And um, Liza bought a bunch of parts, so I'm paying her back too. And uh, finally got it working and rideable today. Rode it around down the street and everything. Just got to break in the engine. Um, yeah, that thing uh, revs up really quickly. Yeah, I'm really Pretty impressed awesome. by the motor. I, yeah. I, I've ridden Antonio's YZ250F, and uh, it was a long time ago, but uh, I don't remember it having as much oomph as this thing. Well, and you did this proper. I mean, list everything you replaced in this engine. Um, well, not just the engine, but yeah. Split the cases, uh, replaced every single seal. Uh, every single ball bearing got replaced. So the crank bearings, all the transmission bearings, everything got replaced. Uh, full gasket set. Uh, the sleeve is the same. Uh, the cylinder is this the same one that came out. The piston uh, got replaced. New rings, stainless steel valves, a brand new machined aluminum head. Mm-hmm. Uh, timing chain. Timing chain got replaced. What else? Uh, springs, valves, springs. Yeah. yeah, new springs and valves. Uh, yeah, and uh. And then you even did like what wheel bearings and I haven't done the wheel bearings yet. They're, they're yet? still sitting over here. And there's not going to be much left. This is going to be like a new bike. Yeah, basically. Okay, what happened when you turned the pet cock on? Oh, hey. I put it all back together. <laughs> put the gas tank on, and you know, fussed with that. Put the seat on, and everything. I turned the turned the pet cock on for the first time in like over a year, probably, and it pissed gas all over the place <laughs> so there was there was a, a point in the travel turning it on to where it would still let gas flow but not come out you know yeah at me so it was enough to keep the bike running and everything so i just got to rebuild the petcock or get it or yeah that, it's a fun it bike to ride dude yeah i'm into that it really it is was, thing was coming up and i wasn't even trying yeah so. it's so damn light yeah so that's that's uh been my project lately and now, now i can take it home uh, so not, not you're, today. you're still <laughs> breaking it in and breaking it in. Yeah, doing heat cycles and uh, trying to ride it hard uh, after it gets warmed up, and then let it cool down. And and then uh, I think next this the week from today will be I'll do the same thing I did today. Warm it up, ride it, let it cool down, and then redo the uh, shims, retorque all the head bolts um, to spec because all those gaskets they shrink when it gets hot and everything. So uh, yeah, after that should be ready to hit the hills. I can't wait to try. Yeah. That's going to be fun. So, knock, knock. What? What you got for us? Oh, I got a porn pick of the week. Yeah, you do. And you broke the rules a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I just... You I, think it's worthy of breaking the rules. Um, Yeah. Porn pick because the bike is cool, not so much the price. Because this is true porn This is you. porn. This is this is another this unicorn. Is, he's been sending these pictures out to people. Check this out. Yeah. It's like a hot girl or something, <laughs> no, right? We, we do this back and forth on, yeah. on Facebook. We'd be like, hey, dude, check this out. Oh, yeah, I saw that last yeah. week. <laughs> this is a 2000 Honda XR650R Supermoto Street Legal. It's going for uh, $5,495. But what this bad son of a bitch has is, let me see, uh, let me read what this says. 2000 Honda XR650R Supermoto Mint Condition, original owner from New 
owned by mature 58-year-old garage and covered. This project was built with the best components. Motor is stocked with modified carbon airbox, full titanium Moriwaki exhaust from Japan, which is like unobtainium. You can't. I tried to look for it online, and couldn't find it. I think it's a custom-built thing. Uh, Trick ultralight Marcassini Italian wheels, and yeah, those wheels are 2,100 bucks a pair. So they're like forged aluminum marchesini. 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 The CH is a K. Marchesini. Yep. Um, Kubelink, it's been lowered. Uh, 4.3 gallon tank. Scott steering damper, that's like 300, 400 bucks right there. Um, Yeah, under 4,000 miles. High quality mods and performance. this guy did a proper job. It looks like that bad motherfucker that I always wanted. Now, to. when you say a proper job, do you mean they spent eight thousand dollars in a bike that they ask fifty? What you say, fifty four hundred? Yeah, for? you said that all this business is uh, is over ten k. Okay. Into the bike, and uh, oh, it's got Behringer calipers and rotors, and that's like six hundred, eight hundred bucks total. So it's it's a bad looking. Mofo, it looks super fun. Um, Anyone I'll, here think they're gonna get what they're asking for? I don't think so. I wouldn't pay more no. four point five for it because that's just like that's me. But this guy's <laughs> asking quite a bit of money for it. But it's a cool looking bike. It looks like it's a properly done XR. Um, yeah, so I'll pass it around here if you guys want to take a look at it. You know, I've noticed since we we ask people to be mindful not talking over each other that nobody's talking. <laughs> Stan, he just shakes his head. No, oh, those no, no. Are yeah, I'll only speak when spoken Most to. Most boring <laughs> podcast ever. Can answer questions. <laughs> Everybody's gonna start raising their hand to take turns. This is so basically what it was like last week. Yeah. <laughs> Megan, you wanted to say something? Yes, I did. Um, for those we did um, had David come in how long ago I wanted to do a David update our friend that lost his leg in late September yeah Mm -hmm. Um, well David got his first leg the other day his first round of prosthetic it's it's got a a Cobra racing stripe yes (laughs) he named it it speedy Uh Um, he got his first leg and I also went to his wedding celebration (laughs) on Monday he got married and he got a leg. He's in, so, his, he's, uh, in Vegas right now, yeah, right? Yeah, he's in Vegas yeah, right like now. So um, I know that there were some <laughs> listeners out there that like donated to um, his mm-hmm. GoFundMe. Yeah, um, I just lid. wanted to give an update because of that and let everyone know he's doing really good. Yep. He's always awesome. smiling, good yeah. spirits. And yeah. He's, he's a rad human awesome. being. Awesome. Yep. So uh, the topic yeah, I wanted to kind. talk about tonight and what... <laughs> prompted this was the other week douglas you borrowed megan's bike to i guess go to work yeah no i borrowed uh megan's bike because my drz took a crap uh so i took her bike to work and that was the first time i had ever ridden a motorcycle with heated grips (laughs) (laughs) i know Four, four or five years and never never ever actually it was so funny he can't you came home and you're like those heated grips are pretty nice um, yeah. actually yep. on long rides i would debate uh blowjob from angelina jolie or the heated grips and i'd go back and forth <laughs> and on the cold nights i'd be like i'm going with the heated grips i mean those lips are awesome but oh all right stepped into awkward zone <laughs> you can fit more fingers on the heated grips too yeah. oh, oh. 
Leave it to the old guys. He did lips for your motorcycle? What was that? Grips, not lips. And since we're always teasing Bagel about his scooter skirt. Yes, indeed. I thought, let's do a podcast on like gadgets and gizmos and creature comforts. Because I know people... Cigar throttle. <laughs> what? Uh, cigar throttle. Remember that Kickstarter account? <laughs> oh, God, yes. No. I know. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Did they ever get funded? Because when I looked at it, they had Whoa. like 50 bucks. <laughs> and that was like, what about the hover car? Yeah. Or the hover. So how many people here? That have... never took off? Oh. Whoa. Zing. Uh-huh. Couldn't get off the ground. God. How many people here have never experienced heated grips? One, you can speak. You don't have to raise your hands on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> there are two of them. I, By a show yeah. of dorks, how many? Twenty people. Well, Zach, you you helped me put mine on, so so I guess I'll let you ride my bike and experience that. <laughs> <laughs> I but I never the felt it myself. <laughs> I myself riding mostly like vintage bikes, KZs and CBs for most of my life, um, and and then then sport bikes, GPZs and such wasn't dealing with creature comforts until I bought my first BMW RT. And little things like the windshield that had a switch to adjust the height of the windshield. And I thought, why doesn't every bike have this? <laughs> and I remember seeing like uh, one of my friends had a, I think it was a ST3 that has an adjustable windshield, but I think it has like a crank or something. It wasn't like automatic. <laughs> It's like getting it. It's like getting your friend's '80s car and looking at the door handle. Don't be hating on that. Most reliable door window uppers. Yeah, exactly. Ever. Well, BMWs have been known for the king of farkles. I mean, if if you own a BMW rider, and my favorite joke is the one where it's, "Why don't BMW riders wave? Because they can't find the switch on time." I'm like, oh man, where is that wave switch? I never get it right. <laughs> and that's when I discovered heated grips and um, an onboard radio with the controls at your thumb and outlets for your electric clothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I had an electric vest and nice electric clothing um, and just little stuff like a working clock. Yeah, like yep. you, it's so underrated. A nice working clock. Oh yeah. A lot of the newer bikes now have it on their digital dash, but mm-hmm. so um, I wanted to ask people like, what are accessories and and things, creature comforts that they just love now? Especially because some of us, myself included, I find getting older, I want these comforts now. Uh, I get a good aftermarket seat. If you do anything yes. to be comfortable, yep. seat, invest your money in the seat. Especially if you do long rides. Yeah. I can vouch for that personally. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's. I find it interesting that the cheapest bicycle, you can adjust the seat, pedals, handlebars, whatever to fit yourself. Yep. And uh, you have to buy some of the most expensive motorcycles to get the same simplicity. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, My R1100RT had a three-seat adjustment. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. And, um, yeah, so what other things do you guys have or have had that you just love, that you want to share with the world? We should alternate. Or else alternate? It could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we, yeah we, we've got long The list. old guys with lots of, lots of uh, touring miles go that way. You go? All right, I'll do the first one. The first one, is, I never would have thought to, that I would give a rat's patoot about this, but cruise control. Real cruise yeah. control like on a car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> go, go in a little non-directional here. 
but I need cruise control. So now that I've had it, I will not live without it. Mm-hmm. Now, there's different types. Are you talking like as I'm talking as a the real, lock? like in your car, you set a speed and you yeah. can bump the switch to move it up or down a mile an hour? Yeah, my Triumph right? has a digital. My first bike, I just got my first bike after 40 years of riding, and it's the first one I ever have a digital cruise control on it. And it's going to save me from tickets, at least, <laughs> above all, because yep. you set it at one speed late at night and just go and don't worry about so, it. So, yeah. w- y- Remember in the old days there was the throttle lock. Yeah, right, I got right. one. So uh, I got, I've got three lists there related kind of, to that. Okay, right, throttle locks are some of the worst things you can put on. Because I felt the like old kind ones. of a death trap. Because <laughs> right. yeah. those are death traps. They okay. absolutely lock it, and you'll be trying to stop and panicking and running off the side of the road. Right. Um, then there's the throttle meister style, which are somewhat adjustable. I like those mm-hmm. because you can adjust the amount of tension. You can adjust it, yep. so but, you can but again, it's, off. you go downhill, you go way too fast, you go uphill, it slows way down. Right. So they're pretty. Not very good, at least unless you're in Iowa or somewhere. Hmm. But true cruise control, I've decided it's one of those things I'm not going to live without anymore. Digital cruise control. Yeah, actual true control. actual speed control. Oh, not like cruise control, the not throttle lock, it... not throttle control, speed control. Right. I'm going to be watching, like I think, like Zach and Lucas, who are just like, whoa, old people. <laughs> 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 like, I don't think you guys will. So, you will eventually get there. Like These things are amazing. They don't come with cruise controls on the Jigsa. <laughs> no, no. It's, yeah, exactly. Well, well right. Well, I, I think yeah never mind i think by definition there's a problem there but but i, I can i can set it i can scratch my nose stand up sit on my on my ankles on the seat i can do all kinds of things that that just are like you know adjust my you mirror, do that too i do that too. all, all these things <laughs> that you know drop my hand to the right because as the more crap over time crashes and things make your hands not as functional and it's like mm. i can put my hand down when I, can I sit on my hand if I feel like it. When I uh, went you give yourself a stranger. Stranger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think yeah. that's a special option for the <laughs> later model. Like standard on BMW. Yeah. When I travel, when I travel cross country, I would keep uh, food and drink in my in my um, tank bag, and I would set the cruise control, and I'd pull my sandwich out and set it on top of the tank bag, and I'd pull my drink out and set it down, and and because on the BMWs you have no wind hitting you there, and I could just sit there and eat lunch <laughs> while going Jeez. down the freeway <laughs> and i'd even like oh it's starting to get the sun's going down starting to get cold i'd reach into the tank bag pull up my windbreaker and put it on you know what? yeah while you, you're riding yeah yes. yeah absolutely yeah. Uh, good I, example good example i regularly ride with groups of people and I'll, I'll leave in a hurry because i'm kind of you know slow setting up sometimes i'll forget to do my chin strap right <laughs> normally oh, i would no. have to pull over Set the cruise control. The bike is stable as, as a rock. Do the, the helmet, and life is good. Do you do your eye makeup, too? Well, actually, maybe I, it looks like it did. But yeah. no. Actually, the Triumph I have, uh, Explorer, comes with a digital cruise control, and I loved it, except for one major thing. It's designed by an engineer. So on the, on the, the switch for plus and minus, plus is up on the top, and minus is on the bottom. And it took me a long time to realize that if you are holding your hand out in front of you like you're hitting the throttle, you do this down your wrist, right? And so down is 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 technically faster for you, and up oh, is it? Yeah. It's the opposite. And for when I first got it, I kept on wanting to slow down. And I kept speeding up because I'm pressing the, <laughs> the the opposite button. Right, right. And I emailed Triumph things like that. You guys need to like have riders instead of engineers design it because up isn't up; it's it's down actually. So. Yeah. You can't just like pull the wires out and like switch them. <laughs> 
no, we're not going to go yeah. play the... Uh... That's after warranty. Yeah. yeah. After the warranty expires, yeah. What's a warranty? Bagel, you, you know what else you can do? I don't know if you guys have done... Did, did you, you ever... I call it suit doing the Superman. Oh, yeah. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Done that, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No hands, no feet, and you just kind of lean forward tank, yeah. and just kind of... Like, like the downhill ski jump, right. you just lean forward and just balance. Yeah. Yeah. Now that I have good, real man. cruise control, yeah, I actually... Seen that. And let your legs flap in the wind. Like like the like the old like thirties like land speed record style. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're talking then, um, then rolly. You're, rolly free. Oh, rolly man. free. Yeah. It's funny. I actually mess with drivers because sometimes I'll be like scratching my back and they'll notice that I'm using no hands on the steering wheel. And they'll start looking at me all panicky. And I, went, I start going, Can't let go. <laughs> they all start panicking. I think they're looking at you panic because you have a steering wheel on your motorcycle. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Handlebar, same thing. So what what else do y'all got? Oh, I got one. All right. The most useful but silly thing, but I wish more manufacturers added, is a little rubber strip on your gloves to wipe your windshield. Oh, oh, yes. oh yes. Alpine Stars yep. is making a glove now that has them integrated into the thumb. Right. The squeegee. I, yeah. The squeegee. Yeah. The built-in squeegee on gloves, especially winter gloves, is so awesome. Held makes a pair, and I think uh, Alpine Stars does, does, does too. too but, yeah. yeah but oh, those it, are... It's just not... It's not. Yeah. It's simple, but needs not, to be more yeah. of. Well, yeah, it definitely needs to be more of that. They're actually they're actually a, a slide on thumb wiper. Right, yeah, yeah. you can I've actually buy. <laughs> you can find a pair at Cycle Gear if you look hard enough. Yeah. I, I got a pair. That's a good one. And uh, there's what you got. There's also a, a pair of gloves that that I have. I I wish I remembered to bring them. Um, I don't remember the the brand name, but they have <clears throat> they're they're winter gloves, so they have um, a. Not not a lot of insulation, but enough insulation to keep your hands warm. But the great feature is that they have a pull-out liner that you can... A gator. Yeah, it's like a gator. That you pull out from the... Uh, it's like their gauntlet-style glove. So it's in the gauntlet. And there's a little zipper there. You pull it out, and you pull this cover over the glove. And oh, it's, it's kind of one cover. of those... One, yeah, it's like a rain cover. Mm-hmm. It has like the, the like two fingers together, your <laughs> four fingers. Uh, and it works incredibly well. It, it it will not stay dry indefinitely in hard driving rain, but for you know for light rain and misty wet conditions, they're awesome. And they're also great in the cold too, because when you put that cover over it, it blocks all of the wind. And and I've I've they've come in super handy for me on many many occasions. So I'm I can highly recommend those. Yeah, they're especially good for Star Trek fans. Kind of yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, 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 I, I can't do that on my own. I think. Yeah, me neither, Lucas. Well, then, then right. Lucas, Lucas, you need some of those gloves. Yeah. <laughs> Let's whip them out. I'll be oh, like, hang I, on a second. Kind of. Live long and prosper. It looks like you're falling back on the shocker. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> So what else you guys? What else um, you guys got? One other accessory that that I bought, which is not necessarily motorcycle related, but I use it constantly, is a waterproof camera. And I have a long lanyard on there that's probably two plus feet long. That's long enough for me to put it around my neck, and it just sits there hanging around my neck while I ride. And if I decide that there's some beautiful scenery I want to take a picture of, I can grab my grab it with my left hand, turn the camera on, take pictures, and shoot while I'm riding. Um, so, and that's great for if you're <clears throat> if you're touring and you don't want to stop. But I found it's also really useful if there is some road rage asshole in a cage who's trying to kill you. You whip your camera out and you start taking pictures of him. He start he backs off right away. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's come in handy for that reason several times as well. 
something that um, I can't live without now. As simple as any bike you own can have a GPS. How? Your smartphone with a phone cradle. Mm. Yep. Phone cradle and an auxiliary outlet. And they sell those auxiliary outlets for like, what, $7.99 at Cycle Gear? Sure. Um, really easy to install. And uh, I mean, just having the. Now, I mean, then we get into. Ram mounts. Well, yeah, Ram mounts are great. Mm-hmm. But I was going to say, of course, then you get into the Bluetooth helmets and such. Mm-hmm. But something as simple as just having that mount on your on your handlebar for your phone is so valuable. I did that for the dirtbag competition, dirtbag uh, challenge, for the first time on the CB400 mm-hmm. this few weeks ago. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I saw yeah, that on there. I was like, we're going to San Francisco. I, I fucking hate driving in San Francisco. <laughs> I'm going to have my phone right there where I can see it. Nice. And, yeah, it worked well. What else you got, guys? Guys got oh, wait, uh, an addendum to that though. But the problem now is I have to find the gloves that work with the smartphone. <laughs> yeah, I have something for you. you. And I, I know this. about the thread. No, no, no. No, there's a, no, the there's a lotion. I use it. Yes, I have oh. a lotion. You treat your gloves with it. Oh, okay. Um, and it comes for different leather and or synthetic. There's two different brands. I have both. Mm-hmm. I use it on all my gloves. Really? It takes two or three apl- applications, and it lasts about a year. So once a year, I do it. It comes a little bottle, and you can believe me, it's a lot in one bottle. And you go over and ap- apply it, and it makes all your gloves work with touch sensitive screen. That's sweet. The cheater version of that is Jurgens. <laughs> all you got to do is make your tips also. of your fingers kind of semi-conductive because it's a capacitance. Well, and I know that there is a thread, which is like a metallic thread right. you can put yeah. through. And my gloves are actually, they do kind of work. I have to be persistent, but they do work. So my phone has a good sensitivity now, but that's the thing. You put your phone on there, then you got to get the gloves. So just like with the squeegee, I, I think there need to be more gloves that are coming out with that smartphone you just put a little zipper on your finger. You just unzip it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah for the for the nerds out there, the ESD lotion. If you're in electronics manufacturing, ESD lotion works perfect. Or you're just like Doug, and you keep your crashed gloves that have holes in them. Yeah. And, oh yeah. You know that works too. <laughs> the Sidichis will be before. excellent for that after about six months. Yeah. 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 I was mentioned the one thing that's uh, the Farco King. <laughs> Is the ram mount where you add little balls on different locations on your on your handlebars, and you can then add all the d- different you name right. it all the way to the cup holder mm-hmm. that you can put on it and a little. And it's easy to take off if you're going into a parking lot. And you don't want to leave your thing. Right. A little big a big wing nut to remove it. Yeah. yeah and also another thing that uh, I think is worth mentioning if you're going to, if you're going to install an accessory power plug. Mm-hmm. Um, Pay pay close attention to whether you install that on a a wire that is always on or a wire that is turned on by the ignition. Yeah, it makes a big difference because if you have you hook your GPS into that and you're riding along and you park your your bike in the garage, but it's hooked up to a wire that's always on. After several hours of sitting there, your GPS is going to drain your battery. So uh, make sure that you you're aware of how you install your power plug, and uh, if or you could set up even install two one that's just one that's switched and one that's non-switched depending right. on what the your needs. Farkle for that it's called a little relay distribution box, mm-hmm. yeah. and there's a bunch of people that sell them for as low as like thirty forty dollars. Yeah, I've right. done that. Yeah, and that's a lot easier because well, another thing I find I'm doing so as time goes on, I forget to like unplug the things that are in the battery only connector. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one. Uh, along those lines, somebody already mentioned Bluetooth. Um, I really like getting rid of wires. So that's yeah. the other thing I've decided. You know, until I had it, I didn't really think it was that important. But it's actually really nice. Yep. Yeah, I, Andrew, I, I think and then when I step off, I don't like yank my helmet off. 
right. or, or you know rip my ear off or whatever because I forgot to unplug the earplugs. I, when I decided to do this topic, Andrew, that's why I called you. I think you were the first one I knew who had the whole Bluetooth smartphone yeah. setup thing. Right. I liked a lot of the things in Bluetooth. My only issues with them is, is a you have to charge them up all the time, so you don't keep them charged. So they need to be easier to charge in general. The other is, is yeah, I had the oh, I can't remember the name of it, the communicator systems that had the wired boxes, and I spent an enormous amount of money on it, and the wires broke. Is yeah. it for Nady? Was it Nady? No, it's more expensive than that. It's oh, okay. the high end ones that I remember. It, it's like six hundred, seven hundred dollars for the entire setup, wow. and in the end, the wires started shorting out. Oh man, wow. I got one. Really? Oh yeah. Okay, this go is more of like a, a personal, a personal sparkle, uh, 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 and you can get them for under thirty bucks. It's a balaclava. Yes. Oh, you took mine. I wrote that one. Oh, down. Your, okay. Oops. Damn, sorry. You're on your that's okay. That's yeah. okay. That's what we're rotating. A Greek pastry. Yes. 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 You smeared all over your baklava. head. Works really well. <laughs> They're so it's nice. Just the honey little, is insulating. Uh, it's a little ninja head you put on. You could get them as um, as an insulating <laughs> or as a moisture wicking uh, variety for summer I've or whatever. Worn f- all fleece ones. All in fleece the ones. Yeah. I, thought, so, yeah. I thought you just had a ninja neoprene. So yeah, that too. Who doesn't really? Yeah. So. That's not why I do balaclava. Yeah. I mean, sure, you could be warmer or colder. Well, part of it, too, for me was, like, uh, I, I don't have to wash my liners often. Oh, <laughs> you took my other idea. Yeah. That's the primary reason for me disgusting. to use it is I do not like to wash my helmet yeah, all the exactly. time. Yeah, exactly. The things I found I was doing all the, the time. Well, yep. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah. and the best thing is when you go to take your helmet off, people are still scared. Yeah, not totally. just because you're a motorcyclist, <laughs> totally. but because you look like you're, you know, they're waiting for the gun to come out of the tank. Bag right, or something. exactly. I have the and, cheesy one with the skull on it. Okay, <laughs> is there something you can get for your shoes so your shift, your kick starter doesn't tear a hole? In your oh, shoe? yeah, they're called proper motorcycle riding boots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not not kids or a, a tube of shoe goo. <laughs> I want to break out one of the king of obvious ones, which is heated vest. Yeah. Heated Jack a liar. It's amazing. We had discussions about the fact that when you're driving around in 70, riding around 70 degree weather, it's still 15 degrees colder. And on long rides on the motorcycle, you can start going through hypothermia and not even yep. notice. Yep. And no matter how warm you add, you're losing energy. And it's so important. Although I find most of the thermostat controlled ones, eh, usually I'm good with a switch. Yeah, I, I just like the high, low, off. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and there are also heated gloves as well. Um, yeah. Some that are powered by the bike, some that are battery powered. Um, do some do research though to find out uh, people's experiences though, because I've heard some trouble with them. I have ma- major issues with them, and that is most of the heated gloves are designed for snowmobiles. Oh, really? And because of that, you end up with these gloves that are so thick yeah. that you cannot feel anything. Yeah, and, no and your hands are getting cramped and you're getting all this bunching up inside your hands. And that's you really got to try them out before True. you mail order them. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. But the advantage to heating heated gloves that heated grips don't give you is that heated gloves will heat the outside of your hand as well as the inside. Right. Heated grips will only heat the inside of your hand, which is better than nothing, but... Yeah. There's also heated socks. Oh, I brought I actually brought those up as the crappiest of almost all the farkles <laughs> I've ever purchased. I mail ordered a set of them going, I'm riding through the Arctic. I gotta make sure I'm nice and warm. And I found out really fast that I'm now walking on wires, thick ones, as I'm walking around. Ouch. And it felt it was painful. I couldn't I mean it, and they didn't, you know, wiggle your toes. 
There you go. Wiggle your big toes. Wiggle your toes while you're riding. Get the blood (laughs) through them while you're riding along, and that's better, and you're not walking on wires in your feet. Now, now let's uh, let's say you got heated socks. You got heated pants. You got a heated vest. You got heated gloves, and you've got a GPS going, and you're also charging your phone. Uh, I know where you're going. Fucking power supply. High yeah, stator. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, but this, what is your budget on that? Like stator is funny because I've actually sat around with the math, sitting around going, okay. Uh, one of the worst ones is is the V-Stroms. Uh, they would come with very low output compared to it because they were originally based on a sport bike engine. Okay, so yeah. they have a very tiny amount, and I'd watch guys that are like broken down by the side of the road because they're they they their battery's dead. They have lost all charge yep. because if you're going especially around town right. you're not driving the amount of power and suddenly mm-hmm. you're draining your battery massively <laughs> meanwhile bmw and like my, my triumph have enormous stator outputs they have so much that my r1200 gs watts. adventure over 9000 <laughs> no i can't remember what my gsa would do but they had a problem because it would burn batteries Wow. It would boil them, and I would have to change my battery about every year and a half well, because a, it would boil the battery. That's a voltage regulator. Typical stator output for uh, for a GSA or uh, uh, your stator, uh, like I, over 500 watts easily? 800. Oh, 800, wow. Yeah. That's, wow. That's a lot. Yeah, uh, my tri- uh, RT is about more. 750. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, some of the and newer ones, what is, the, what the, big, these? Uh, the big water-cooled ones are pushing 900. Jeez. And then what are these jackets run? Maybe 40 watts to heat? Uh, up to 100, 40, 100 110, depending so, on where. So you can have, a, depending on the stator, you could have a, a pretty good amount of things going on at once. That's more that's more electricity than some bikes put out of the of their Right, yeah. <laughs> right. So yeah. You turn it on, suddenly you're like, yeah. you make what? sure you know what your, your bike's capable of before adding all this. All can this you put stuff. an easy bake oven in there or a microwave and just have a pizza? <laughs> while you could have the Moto Bandito. <laughs> yeah, uh, only in the tailbox. Yeah. Only in the tailbox. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm really quick. I've seen uh, a big GS. Uh, big BMW adventures and uh, touring bikes using so much power because on the back were lighted Christmas tree <laughs> ornaments and lightest Christmas oh tree with pulling a cart with the dog and everything else in the back. You're like, you're kidding me. Yeah. Now, one one way because I I ride Vespas and Vespas don't have robust stators. Um, <laughs> And when I set up my cannonball bike, I definitely wanted heated grips and a power outlet and all sorts of stuff to to make sure that I could do long distance riding on the bike. So I had to compensate. And so what I did is I installed an HID headlight, which draws 35 watts rather than the normal 55 slash 60. Okay. And I also converted all the running lights over to LEDs, which draw like half a watt instead of like five watts. So so I reduced the, the, the consumption, the electrical consumption of the light significantly so that I could add a power outlet to charge my phone and, uh, and a, a heated grips. You can get those socks like now. Yeah. And that waffle yeah. maker. Yeah. Can you get that waffle <laughs> maker in there? Yeah, I got a pair if you want to buy them. <laughs> Used once. But thanks. All right. So, what other um, accessories you cannot live without? Depends on the distance. I'd say XM radio is one that I never thought I would have given a crap about. Yeah. But um, it just basically means I can have more English, more music, and less prayer. <laughs> yeah. Other yeah. Especially across certain parts of the state, there is just nothing else out there. Yeah, exactly. How about you, Andrew? Oh, you know, I, once it comes down to it, just getting nice insulated pants and what have you. Yep. You know, seriously good, well insulated Gore-Tex everything, because on long rides, your temperature is going to drop no matter what, yeah. unless it's summertime. And we have that problem here a lot. 
Not. <laughs> Unless so, you're me. So, I'm always right, cold. I'm going to talk food now. Oh. Um, food and drink. Hold on. Wait. Bagel well, got had one. Oh, yeah. I, I have one very low-tech accessory that a lot of people, I think, don't think about, but comes in very, very handy, is a motorcycle puck. These are the little flat coasters that you put under your side stand or center yes. stand. Yes. Because if you have yes. to park somewhere where there's gravel or mm. loose dirt, your bike's going to fall over. <laughs> Crushed soda can. Yeah, crushed soda can will work in a pinch. But if you can get these little plastic pucks from you know, most motorcycle shops, you know, stick them in your glove box or whatever, and then pull them out when you need them, put them under the stand, and your bike looks nice and solid. I find a crushed beer can works good, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah so that works so I had that on my crappy list because I've gone through so many so now I don't even bother we're gonna, we're gonna get to the crappy list in a second okay. I want to say some things though and and Zach you added saddlebags to your bike that would be considered oh yeah oh yeah, yeah how do, has it changed your life uh well I can I can I buy can. two six packs now <laughs> that's right <laughs> instead uh, of shoving a yeah. single up my shirt right <laughs> I can I can yeah I can I I can carry stuff a lot more easily. I was using a backpack before. Backpacks suck. And yeah, I found backpacks well, really. Uh, I can I can strap uh, it too much to the pen. sissy bar, uh, but it takes time pen. to strap it on. And eh. yeah, the, it's funny. I the last time I owned a car was 1996, and because of this of riding all the time, uh, saddlebags are not. Uh, Farkle, their blood, their life blood. You, they're what I use to pick mm -hmm. up my groceries. For God's sake, so, yeah. so uh, tank bags. I remember Douglas when you were starting out. I'm like, you got to buy a tank bag. You need a tank bag. Trust well, I me. Said you forced yeah. me to buy a tank bag at Cycle yeah. Gear once, and I fucking use that thing almost every day. Yeah. <laughs> tank bag. Yeah, I mean, for me, I feel like I'm riding without my helmet if I forgot my tank bag. Yep. Yeah, and, yep. and another option too, similarly, is a top case as well. Yeah, that's the other thing. Top yep. case saddlebags, any can, of those. I can buy or, a week's worth of groceries and stick it in my top case and the luggage hook, and I'm good to go. On yeah. the bike. And I'm even going <laughs> to throw out the milk crate. Yes, I did. And maybe you I, should, actually. <laughs> milk, no, milk crates are awesome. Strap a milk crate on the back. It's I a free top case. <laughs> Andrew, with Andrew ventilation. Is, nice is enough dynamic? to give me his top case. Uh, the, the and I put one. it on my Supermoto, and I, I use it all the yeah, time. Yeah, like it. Yay, storage. Yes. <laughs> so have you guys seen some crappy accessories or things that didn't work? Or I have on my list, out, now throttle. outdated, for instance. <laughs> right. Do you remember when you could buy the quarter, um, it's a coin holder? For when you have to go through tolls, yep. yeah. and it was a quarter dispenser for the toll machines yep. mm -hmm. that strapped yep. to your handlebars. Mm -hmm. Yep, mm -hmm. that would be outdated now. I, I want to bring up my king of the crappy, okay, which is, is 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 true. It was I think it was the guy in Santa Cruz actually is the guy who made it. It's uh, deer whistles. And, uh, <laughs> I, I, I I actually will admit now that when I first moved to California in the early '80s, I bought a pair because thinking I was thinking. And riding through the Santa Cruz Mountains, there's so many deer, and they're small, and they yep. dart out in front of you. And I was thinking this couldn't hurt. But then I uh, realized, well, first off, it didn't work. These <laughs> are the ones that when you get up to 67 miles per hour, it goes, here, dearie, dearie, here, dearie, dearie. I, I, I was, <laughs> the logic is, I'm like riding along thinking about it, because the deer are not acting any different. They're not running from me. They still look at me really dumb, like, oh, look, a headlight. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile... I then thought, wait a second, these things are supposed to be making some sort of ultrasonic sound that scare deer. If it went, Arr! 
over and over, then yes, it would do it. Then I was like, maybe deer are afraid of some Lithuanian bat that makes a high frequency sound. And that didn't cover it in my head either. And then well, the internet came into existence and I read up this one guy who was a park ranger tried to figure out what it was if deer whistles actually worked. So he ran around finding ungulates of all types. This is any hooved, that means cows, all the way over to deer and elk. And he made an ultrasonic generator that would go over and test it. And he ran around and had this log of different ones. And the funniest part is none of them acted any differently around any sounds that were any high pitch, anything, except at one point an elk tried to mate with him. <laughs> and so in the end, if you want deer whistles and you want to get fucked by an elk, maybe this is what you go over and put on. But but in general, I'm gonna put my deer whistles on. I'm big waste of cash and money. Yeah, I'm putting my deer whistles. I'm, I'm coming for the antler dance tonight. I, I tell you what, like I needed a moose head. The instructions say install deer whistle, drive slower. That's it. Percent. <laughs> well, you know what? The first accessory I ever bought out of the J.C. Whitney catalog <laughs> was a cup holder. <laughs> yeah. yep. That mounted to your handlebars that you could set your drink in. Those are the auto swiveling ones. Is that what you're talking nope. about? Nope. It was just simply straight hard mount, like a hard <laughs> koozie with a, a handlebar mount on the bottom of it. You'd mount it. It's like I don't have to throw my coke away now when I go for a ride. I can take it with me. How many did you wear before you decided to give up on? It? <laughs> just put your forty ounce on there. No, and, and I realize now. I realize now that this was probably for like the Goldwing and Harley sets. Yet I had it on my CB three hundred and sixty. I was just so happy because you want to put Farkles on your bike, and that was the antiquated Farkles available when I was a kid. Did you have the tassels? I did, and then you learn that all they do is smack you yeah, in the right arm. In the yeah. And when you're riding a bike that has tassels, that means you're also riding a bike without any gear, so you have bare arms. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Now, did you also get the J.C. Whitney Fender Crest logo with the swan with the light-up wings, too? <laughs> <laughs> no. What the heck is J.C. Whitney? I didn't even know. Oh, oh man. Well, <laughs> well oh, in our day. It's before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> there was this thing called right. mail order. Well, um, you know, pretty much pre-internet, pre-everything, it was this catalog of like all kinds of, I think it was half inch, inch thick. And they had yep. a car catalog Stop. and a motorcycle catalog. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Yep. And a Volkswagen catalog. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so I, the, the thing I got from them, my original thing, was the spiked sissy bar. <laughs> and, and I found out real quick that was not a good idea. I think I was kind of one Friday night after whatever I was doing, involved losing my balance, I don't know, with, with liquids, but trying to swing my leg over. Oh, <laughs> that was, that's when I, oh, this is not going to work. Nope. <clears throat> And then, and then my pants, because it was spiked, my jeans got caught on it. Uh -huh. I ended up falling down. The bike tipped over, but luckily it tipped over the other direction. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> I, got, got? I got a good one is um, the fuzzy seat covers. Yeah. There's a yeah. fuzzy seat cover. You can. There's a whole bunch of different manufacturers of yeah. them. Yeah. And you put them on your, your seat to actually make it more comfortable. This is a cheap, logical way other than actually. Right. Now, there's a couple problems with this. Number one <laughs> is, is that the fuzzy stuff tends to, like, squat down and stop being comfortable after about five seconds this is the like the lamb's wool lamb's yeah. wool but actually there's one of the artificial ones the, mm -hmm. for the right. vegan crowd <laughs> and they're feeling better because they're doing well here's the hilarious part 
most of them are very cheaply made, and if they get wet or anything like that... Oh, it starts coming out in tufts. And it comes out in tufts, but the best part is it's on your seat... Over what's 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 it uh, the air box thing? It's right, it's right over the air box. Yeah. I've actually gone over a couple times, ripped apart bikes, and they stopped running. It's, it's just, oh, 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 the entire air box is filled with fuzz from the fuzzy seat <laughs> wow. cover. Wow. It's like wow, they here. Look, you've got a purple fuzzball. You got a triple living in your air box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's after your quadricity. Whatever the hell that are the are, are the Airhawk seat cushions pretty good? Those air ones? are they okay? One. I yeah. have one. I like um, okay. Airhawks were originally designed based upon wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. Wheelchair mm-hmm. people stuck in wheelchairs, you, you can't move. So they had to come up with them, and most gel or otherwise stay in one spot. The whole idea behind the Airhawk is you got these different chambers where the air moves around, right? And they work really well, except usually it's hard to fasten them down. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, I actually have one I loan out to people because you can. You say, I'm going on a long ride, and you can just loan it to them. The only problem I find with them is, is that they're expensive. <laughs> now, get the out of fossil I saw that. No fair. No. <laughs> Sorry. They are a bit on the pricey side, though. Like 150 to 200 bucks for some of those. So. What else, have you got any other have you suckered up for something that uh, fender eliminators I know they're oh, popular well mm. yeah so as I, as I became right <laughs> as I rode longer and longer right all my old ZX's and that kind of stuff I took all that stuff off and I would end up completely soaked right up the back yep mm. sweet rooster tail right yeah. so it looked great seemed cool but that's it alright all right. anything else you guys want to get in one that I have to point out that everyone's talking about right now really fast it's the heads up helmet i think it's oh, the right. dumbest thing ever and i'll tell you exactly why okay. a heads up heads display, display helmet. Helmet. Yeah, like the scully helmet right and that is because of one major thing it's a 1700 dollars helmet with a heads-up display built into the visor i don't, I don't know about you guys but remember I, we talked about the scully helmet on kickstarter that has it's kind of like google glasses but in a helmet mm-hmm. oh okay it, it projects okay. your information up under your visor yeah okay, okay. which is a brilliant idea except for one major thing there is uh, the one that we're talking about is like seventeen hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and it's going to wear out. And with me, for you know, like a year, year and a half is when the foam starts getting all worn out. I'm mm-hmm. like, really? So every year and a half, I'm going to kick down seventeen hundred dollars yeah. to go over and replace. Well, they've got to be have like replacement shit for that. Yeah, I mean, you can't replace uh, the pads. You, you can't pad in every helmet. Well, the pad is there for comfort. The foam on the inside basically is not replaceable. Right. Right. Styl- right. Styrofoam. And that's the stuff that you gets compressed over time. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's what's the there stuff. to save your brain. Um, right. uh, there is one other company that has one that I'm looking forward to that actually clips onto any helmet. And mm. there, yeah, that's, there, that's cool. There you talk. Now, uh, that reminds me, there's also another helmet that uh, I don't remember where they're from. Some some company had developed that actually has a rear view mirror built into the helmet itself. Review. I tried one. Review. It yeah. didn't really work that well. Oh, that's a shame. Because it sounded like it was pretty interesting, but. <laughs> All right. Anything final before we yeah, move on? Uh, on a <sighs> impulse okay. one day at Road Rider, I, I bought a set of thumb squeegees. You gave me one. <laughs> I gave. They're stupid. No shifter socks. Don't waste you your three dollars. 
No, I, I mean, like the ones that are built into the glove, not yeah. the ones that you clip on. They're like an yeah, inch they're... long, and they go over your thumb, over your glove, and you, you're supposed to be able you to like, wipe the mist or whatever. But eh. no. Oh, yeah, for all you stuntas out there, get the shifter socks so your sneaks don't get all scuffed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so when you ride in your Jordans, you don't yes. get them dirty. <laughs> I have sold these to people at my work. No it way. Is wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. That is awesome. What, what do they, they look like? What's your average person who buys one of those look they like? They look kind of like you, Lucas. <laughs> Oh, do, do they yeah. come in wearing shoes? They, they come in wearing, they come in riding jigsaws. <laughs> no, they don't look like you. They 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 wear shoes like knock but nicer. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I've I have we, sold. We should send of one of those to Thatchery. <laughs> He's all worried about messing up his, his hipster shoes. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I directed him to uh, leather vans. <laughs> Works better. So I wanted to cover some uh, communication emails we've been getting. And I'm kind of excited about this one. So we have our friend uh, David up in Canada. What's up, David? <laughs> Canada, What's for up, all you uh, hey, people who don't know. <laughs> and he's been asking about how to start a recycle program. He's got a big garage and a big driveway. Sweet. And he decided to start. So he's been getting information from me about how to do that. And uh, he said he was just going to start putting out the word. And he said he's got two people already uh, in like a week who nice are way. interested. Um, a friend named Jessica who has a 83GS450 that he's going to help her take off her carbs to clean. Cool. And, um, and then he has another friend who's a brand new newbie. He's going to hang out and see what he can learn. Um, he himself has a bunch of project bikes that he's working on, and it looks like he has a great space because it's a big uh, driveway outside of the garages. Um, and so I'm really excited. So we've got somebody starting that, and, and hopefully um, there's one happening in Portland. I'll, I'll check in and see how that's going. He should, oh, wow. he should come down here and visit us for a weekend and see how we do. Hmm. Yeah. If he needs uh, some direction. Come on down, eh? Liza told me they have one showing up in Portland and uh, what, what's the other guy is British Columbia, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, Portland and BC, gee, if it was going to be anywhere in the world, it would probably end up being in one or both of those places, so... <laughs> yeah, they're like the biggest Great. motorcycle hipster places in the world. So. <laughs> awesome riding up there too, man. Oh yeah, BC is beautiful. Right? Oh yeah, I love oh, it. Oh, it's gorgeous. And then um, got a little bit of a Riley update. His dad Tony. Uh, it's so cute. I know. So for you to know, happy. Riley is fifteen. Oh, he had his birthday. Yeah, he's Happy birthday. 15, and Happy he listens to the podcast, and he's got quite a few bikes now that he's working on. He's got a CB200 he's working on, and um, I believe he also has a DR200. Um, and his dad is really into, like, the old CBs, the smaller CBs. But his dad, even though he's been around bikes, he was never that into them. And so his dad said he just wanted us to know that um, – he said, we were down the street at our local bike shop yesterday. My buddy at the counter replied that he has never seen Riley this interested in bikes or able to recite so many facts about bikes. <laughs> he's, and he's known Riley since birth. Riley told him that it's because of the Recycle Podcast. Awesome. Nice. So does this mean that our information has to be accurate? Because that'll fuck the horribly. And 75% of it is almost correct. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't say that our, we're that factual. Exactly. We try to be. Um, but Not reference material. We get yeah, things in that direction. Done. Yeah. We, we get things done. <laughs> and then um, we got an email that just cracked me up. So um, this is from Scott. Hey, Scott. 
Uh, so he said, uh, "What up? What's up, Misfits? Love the show. So fucking funny." Um, he was asking about crashes. You know, how is it that you get back on the bike? How do you keep going? And I said, "Hey, go check out our overcoming episode because that's what we all talked about. How we overcome that." Um, he says. Because uh, you have a dude with a missing leg and Stan. I hope that got I got that right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he did. Um, with a deer jumping in the road. He lives in an area with a lot of deer and never realized how nutty hitting a deer would be. But oh, now man. he does. <laughs> and then Lucas crashing at the track doesn't count because he was racing. Right. <laughs> he went out there to crash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I love this. He says, hey, Douglas, you sound like the glue for the garage. Next time Shit. Flip Flop comes to the garage and Flip fucking Flop, take one and smack him in the head with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys got a cat? Me too. More like crazy glue. <laughs> <laughs> trying to hold these guys together. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Thanks for the email. Uh, keep we sending them. We'll keep reading much. them. They're yeah. hilarious, <laughs> and we love them. Cool. And oh, and then um, Scott, he had emailed in. Um, he he enjoyed the All Girls podcast, and he really appreciated. He's the one who said it was nice that they were playing. next week. Yeah. All dudes. <laughs> <laughs> it that. pretty much yeah. is yeah. already. Come on. Yeah, a lot of episodes are. Um, we need to put the white people in charge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Right. Oh, God. oh man. Help. Yeah, well, oh, no. I told him I'd go in and, and uh, smack the man, and he says, ha, huh, us men aren't going to change just from a little scolding. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I really enjoyed the female. Yeah. Thank you, Andrew. Great. Yeah, yeah. I, I liked it a lot. I, I would encourage more, actually. Uh, that's the plan. I'm going to have to come I out can, with a calendar next. I can point some people your way. Yeah. Like, the mm-hmm. <laughs> the girls of recycle right. <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah, yeah. No. Oh, no oh that's man. probably going to be all the dudes in drag yeah. 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 That, that i got no problem plan. with that, that is those booty shirts are actually for us dudes surprise <laughs> oh, surprise, surprise. surprise evil motherfucker plan is at, <laughs> at uh, hollister yesterday uh it was dakota and lucas and uh jake, jake racing and they're going to do go a couple laps on the on the uh, vintage track <laughs> And uh, I get around the, the last turn where they come around the turn, and I get over there, and uh, we, <laughs> yeah, Megan and I get up there, and we, <laughs> as soon as the person comes around the corner, we both drop trout and give him a full moon. <laughs> Lucas, Lucas is the only one that that actually notices. You can like sometimes tell when someone's smiling in their helmet, but you can tell he was fucking cracking up. <laughs> and, and then we uh, we asked Jake and, and Dakota, and they Jake were like, and Dakota, were you like, did what? They were so they were so focused, they didn't even see us up there. Oh, like, trying too hard. <laughs> gotta be in their face man. Gotta, gotta be aware of your surroundings my ass you know? is so white it's really hard not <laughs> yeah, to miss it again, I practically crashed beacon. from being blinded <laughs> like, who's, who's shining a mirror at me <laughs> oh, yesterday was tons of fun though Yeah, you guys yeah. sang happy birthday to me way too about many 12 times, times yeah. Yeah. as as the uh, moonshine get, got, got passed, passed around, around. Yeah. <laughs> it got a little got, longer and a little louder you guys howled a little bit more at the end <laughs> Everyone singing got more off key. Yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting. Nice. Oh, well, goodness. I think that wraps it up. Unless anyone has anything else they want to nope. add. Um, just want to say uh, for all those guys out there trying to run a you know co-op recycle garage, do it. It's, yep. uh, I've been coming here for about maybe six, maybe almost a year, less than that, and yeah. I find it very rewarding. I made some new friends and learned a lot of new stuff, and you know, and proven been proven wrong a whole bunch of times. This is always nice too. Um, but yeah, now you got your I, own radio show. Yeah, I know, right? It's fucking crazy. Yep. But um, <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, yeah, do it. Uh, and if you don't like it, then stop doing it. But at least give it a shot if you if you want to. There are a lot of people out there who really just need that little bit of help, and it makes a world of difference. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, we had you know Faye and uh, Rebecca here again today, um, and they're just hanging out learning. And now Dakota, who's yep. fifteen, he he wants to get into it and come out and learn, and was just hanging out. Um, I mean, we're planting the seeds too, you know. Yeah, it's got to be fun though. Above all else, I think you should have fun. Yeah, sure, yes, you, you got to make sure your equipment doesn't kill you. But <laughs> if you're not having fun, then you're, if you're not you're like doing it wrong. people, right? Doing <laughs> shit like that, yeah. Putting coin down people's pants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently, uh, we have a present for James too. Yes, we do. <laughs> Do we? We'll, we'll, On his we'll, GoPro. We'll explain that next week. <laughs> oh, oh the same stuff that you guys do to me. Yeah, but you actually, you just dump all your photos. And if, if yeah, nothing, I never look at them. If nothing cool happens Never leave a camera unattended yeah. at the garage. Uh, yeah. just oh, so that's why you asked me how you turn on a GoPro. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> couldn't figure it. It's one button. There were two. I, I, I you wanted press to, one of them and see what I happens. I had to put one from... <laughs> I, I again, I, I'm the same way with yeah. boys. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how to turn them on. <laughs> I know there's a button somewhere. But don't oh That's so oh awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah. We're not having breakfast together anymore. I'm sorry. Yeah. Time's up. Pencils down. <laughs> creepy uncle zone. Creepy uncle zone. Danger, danger. So, um... It's unusual for us to actually plan ahead with our podcast, but we've been planning ahead. Yes, we have. Megan, why don't you announce what we're going to do next week? Because I'm very um, much looking forward to it myself. I, if I can get Antonio committed next week, uh, our friend Antonio is going to come down. Um, I'm hoping to hope me and Zach are hoping to yes. host a newbie podcast. And so what Antonio's yeah. going to do is we are going to get everyone to go down the street. Um, Antonio and I are going to draw it, the lollipop. And then we're going to have everyone do the lollipop test. Why like don't we just go to do. the DMV? I, that's what I suggested. And Liza's like, no. that's too far away. It's ten minutes yeah, so away. That's what I said. But It'll miles. take you longer to draw the lollipop that's what I properly. <laughs> so we're going to get the newbie perspective. And because there's so many of us have been riding so long. Yeah. I forget what that's like and those fears and the intimidations yeah. of being new. But we're going to add, as soon as, she said, as soon as she said, you have to do the lollipop test again. I'm like, and oh then, no, I got that fear. Again. And then Antonio, <laughs> I want Antonio to score us all. And we can talk about that next hmm. week and then the week after that we're doing our christmas special Ooh. yeah we're gonna do a christmas holiday special whatever hana kwanzaa mm. christmas, <laughs> christmas hana kwanzaa Quickly, there you go yeah our, our exactly. secular holiday yeah podcast <laughs> yeah yeah so we got some stuff i'm looking forward to so um i would like to remind everyone that we have the brand new voicemail please give us a call riley i'm calling you out riley Call the voicemail and leave a message. What's the yeah. phone number? Same with you, Jorge. 831-291-5112. Somebody order a pizza, because I, I think that would be hilarious so to hear. So it's 831-291-5112. Give us a call. Leave a message. Uh, give us feedback. Tell us your other Leave us hate life. mail. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us that you listen to us or you're somehow, you know. Leave yeah. a special message for Lucas. Yeah. Do you have yeah. any of those tickets left for the IMS or are those gone? They are all gone. All Ooh, gone. I want to see who can do the best Lucas laugh impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> so other than that, Megan, how can they reach us? Uh, RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. Uh, RecycleSantaCruz on Facebook and MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com. 
That's pretty much it. Rate, rate us on, on iTunes, 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 please. Oh, I always forget that. Rate us on iTunes and give us a review on there. They're always fun to read. Lucas, Thanks. did you step out to fart? Is that what happened? No, something knocked over. Oh. Yeah. Heard noise. <laughs> I have no idea what that was. Must check. Oh, well. So, and thank you, Stan, Andrew, for coming Thanks, down. Thanks, guys. Appreciate I, I, that's why I knew, I knew you guys would know about the, the Farkles. Oh, the old guys. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's good. The old decrepit ones. Yeah. I mean, the ones that have money to spend the on the Farkles. That's oh. how I'm going to view it. But not all of them are expensive. I mean, yeah. heated grips yeah. are pretty amazing. And we don't even live in a very cold climate. So I find awesome. just it's nighttime. Turn them on makes a world of difference. I don't think I've ridden them without, since I got the heated grips, I don't think I've turned them off. And you can put them on any bike, any, yes, yeah. even a Shadow 500 or a Vespa. Even a vintage a Vespa. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Or, or a jixer. I don't know if they'll work with like aftermarket throttles though. So. Oh, look at this. There, there, there are all kinds of throttle warmers. That, so something when will you work. use them, pay attention to your gloves. You want thin gloves on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you wait. One of you before didn't you? You mentioned something. You didn't mention heated seat, was it? Oh, I actually. Andrew forgot to. Yeah, so we'll throw the heated seat in. Is a marvelous thing. No. Oh, no? no? He doesn't no. like it. Oh. I can deal with it. It depends on your... Uh, the, the, he, the real problem is, is heated seats are very greatly. And some of them are just a great way of making your balls sweat while oh. you're freezing. <laughs> okay? I'm like, like I really, really need awesome. that. I'm going to really be stinky when I go. And then the other end of the spectrum is sometimes they're very nice, but most of them are not really that Are, are you sure you didn't get the ball heaters instead of the... <laughs> The I'm not gonna beaters. <laughs> so, so you're saying save the money. Save the money. Save the money on the heated on seat. Yeah. Just buy the heated socks and put them on your balls. No. <laughs> That's not what you're saying. Yeah. I think I'm being misquoted here. I have to think this through. Yeah, yeah. In the in the heated gear, they should be at the bottom oh. of your priority list. Oh, yeah. 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 Maybe with the red hot nice chili peppers. And, you know. Oh my god. It's not the same as heated eggs. So what size socks are we talking? <laughs> They're extra large. Okay. Okay, let's take this one out. (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for listening and putting up with all of our left turns we take. Um, This is Liza. I'm Doug. I'm Bagel. This is Zach. Megan. Knock here. Andrew. Stan. Lucas. And we out. Cool, cool. Yeah.